The Go Live podcast is where we discuss the successes, failures, lucky accidents, and overwhelming odds that our favorite content creators have faced along their personal journey. And on this episode, we have Kawai Gami, a broadcaster who has been on Twitch for around six months now. She's relatively new to the game, just like we are, in fact. And for the most part, she plays a lot of Black Desert Online. We call this BDO for short, and you'll hear us reference this a few times throughout the podcast. So let's see what she's all about. When did you start streaming? Like, what was the date? Started streaming around mid-December, which is when I upgraded my internet connection, which is the only reason I could stream was because I, I had a horrible internet before, but um, I didn't start consistently streaming until January of this year. Wait, so, so you I, started mid-December. I did, but it was like a few times a week, not even, maybe like once a week. And then January was when I consistently started streaming, like multiple times a week. So do you have like a set schedule? Currently, I don't have a set schedule. It honestly varies on how exhausted I am from uh, work because I work usually like 12 to 8.30s and then I try to stream around 9.30 or 10 p.m. But if I'm too exhausted from work or if I feel like I've had too long of a day or I'm too stressed about something, I will probably not stream for the night, catch up on sleep, work on stream stuff, and then try to see if I can tomorrow or the next day. So like, are there any other platforms that you're active on besides Twitch? Maybe, I mean, obviously probably Twitter and Instagram. I know we mentioned, you know, YouTube a second ago. Is there anything in particular that you're doing behind the scenes or is it 100% right now just streaming on Twitch? I'm trying to focus on mainly Twitch and it's, it's been showing because before I started streaming on Twitch, I would literally live on Twitter and Instagram and, you know, social media as like, not as Kawaii but as like my actual, like just me IRL. And the only people that followed me were basically like mutual people who I either know from a friend of a friend in a different state around the area or people who I know IRL. And ever since I started streaming on Twitch, I've actually been, super awful at posting on uh, Twitter and Instagram. I, because I spend so much time working on Twitch that I forget, hey, Instagram and Twitter, you have one of those. You have, Kwaigami has those and needs to update them. And that's something that I need to get better at because I was so good at it before Twitch. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, all right, focus on Twitch, but I neglected the two, but I'm trying to get better at posting on those. Okay, wait a second. You say that like you didn't, or maybe like your, your other accounts, like it was just kind of friends following you. So I've seen your I, Twitter and your Instagram. You have like thousands of followers. So right. you've had some sort of like brand in existence before you started this. In some capacity, no, at least it looks like, me. right? It was just me. That's just you and like 3,000 of your friends who followed you? It was just me and photos of me and just photos of stuff that I do in my everyday life. And then Twitch came along and I was like, oh, I need to keep my uh, social media less personal and more like I'm a broadcaster now people from across from around the world see what I'm posting and I need to keep it more um more private I guess so that's interesting so you feel like you feel like your way of going about creating content right now is to keep it more so about like kawaii gami and less so about yourself personally well I want to find a good balance between the two that's what I've been trying to work on so you've been doing this for like six months now, right? January yes. math is hard. And have you done anything on Twitter, Instagram, or any other platforms? Or have you tried to, I guess, branch into those with, with 
the Kawaii Gami brand, so to speak? Or have you kind of left those just as your personal accounts and sort of just intermittently use those? I've tried to keep them updated as to like when I'm going live and whatnot, but I haven't um I haven't really branched into the whole idea of posting like, oh, I did this today or I went here today kind of stuff that I would do that I did before I started streaming on Twitch. So I've been just mostly using them as a way to tell people, hey, I'm going live, but I haven't been like keeping people updated with what's going on in my life, which is something that I would like to start doing because I was really good at it before Twitch, like as me myself, not as Squagami. I was super good at it. Um, and then I guess I've been focusing too much on Twitch because it's uh, it's changed. Well, I mean, it's time consuming. <laughs> it is. Yes, Twitch that, in and of itself is, yes. <laughs> is incredibly time consuming. Um, and that'll, that'll hold you back a little bit. That's a, that's something I struggle with, right? Like I, I have a problem with making sure I'm on top of Instagram and Twitter. And then like everyone's saying like, you need to be on Facebook now too, surprisingly. <laughs> and like, it's yeah, just, right? it's monstrous. So I understand that struggle, but you kind of, you kind of already alluded to this a little bit, but can you explain to me real fast? What was, what was life like for you? before you started Twitch? Because I mean, this is very recent for you. So what is, what, what, what does life look like a year ago from now? A year ago from now? Yeah, in the past. Oh boy. Sorry. <laughs> like, what was it like? What, uh, what were you doing? How did you end up finding Twitch in the first place, you know? At least in terms of streaming. I was working the same job, working a lot. Um, in terms of Twitch, I wasn't really watching people. There was one girl that I was watching who's a League of Legends streamer, and she actually inspired me to start streaming on Twitch. Um, as soon as I upgraded my internet, it I put two and two together. All right, you have high-speed internet, and you're you're feeling inspired. You got to do it. There's nothing holding you back. So I decided to do it. But um, yeah, I didn't really watch many streamers um, before I started streaming. It's mostly because I couldn't watch a streamer and play a game at the same time. My internet connection just was terrible and I'm the kind of person that needs to if I'm watching something I need to also be doing something I can't just be watching something um, like when I'm watching a movie or something I need to be playing a game or I need to be working on something I, I need to be multitasking I can't just I can't just sit and relax and watch something I need to be doing at least another thing in the background so you discovered twitch because you watched a certain League of Legends streamer so is that like the kind of the game that you mained so to speak back in the day like a year or so ago yeah, back in the day, uh, League of Legends took up a lot of my time. It's one of the, it's not the main reason why I took a break from college, but it's one of the reasons that I had to because I found myself, um, I was pretty addicted to the game. I found myself playing more League than I found myself studying in school, even Story though the content life. that I was studying was, it was interesting and it was fun. I was, um, my major was uh, software engineering and, um, I liked it a lot. I liked coding. Coding was interesting and it was fun to learn, but I was like, ooh, League of Legends. Like, I gotta play the game. I gotta play that all the time. Like, I'm pretty sure I spent more time playing League than I spent time, like, <laughs> in school, like, actually, like, I guess, retaining, like, gathering information. Like, even at school, I would, like, read patch notes in class instead of, like, <laughs> being all there sometimes. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, no. And all my friends that went to that school, it. we all like had League of Legends nights and stuff. And sometimes they would go on until like five or six in the morning. But that was on like, you know, near the weekend. But for me, I would do that like during the weekdays when everyone else was like studying or sleeping. Like some of my friends had the self control to not play that game more than to study, but I, I just didn't have it because it was like a whole new thing for me to be addicted to a video game. So yeah. <laughs> That's really interesting, like juxtaposition, because a lot of the people listening 
or at least the people from my community listening know that when I was in college, I was studying political science, didn't care about it. So instead of like going to class or paying attention in class, I would teach myself how to code. That's really interesting. You were in like a computer theory class or learning computer theory and you were like, I want to play League of Legends. I think that's very interesting. (laughs) It's ironic. Um, We come from sort of two different directions there. That's really cool though. Um, However, I kind of want to capitalize on that a little bit. Sure. Do you feel like your time in college when you were playing games, whatever it may have been, do you feel like that was a, an influence on you getting to start streaming? You know, I think it might have had some sort of an influence. Um, I, so since the age of 14, I wanted to make YouTube content. And to this day, I have not made a single YouTube video because many reasons. I'm, I've been camera shy most of my life. That all changed when I started streaming. So I was like, nope, I'm going to conquer this fear. I'm not going to be camera shy anymore. I'm going to be totally cool with my voice and video being out there for like the public to see. I think in a way it did because I realized that I was more interested in playing a video game that I had a ton of fun doing, even though I found coding and learning new things to be fun. I just learning in a school environment, I realized it wasn't for me and I'm better at learning stuff like on my own time and from home and at my own pace. And then I'm pretty sure the streaming slightly might have branched out from that, but I think most of it was coming from the fact that I wanted to make stuff on YouTube and I thought that streaming would help me conquer my fear of putting my myself out there like that because streaming is real time, whereas YouTube, it's not real time, so you can edit stuff out, whereas for streaming, like, you're on the spot, like, during the whole stream, especially if you have a webcam while streaming, like, you're always on the spot, like, when you answer a question or when you read a question from chat or when you look at glimpse over at it, people know that you're looking at chat. And if you just sit there with like a blank expression on your face or like you just don't talk for a little bit, it's, it's pretty obvious. Do you feel like there have been any people in your life in particular? I mean, I know you're, you're still relatively new to this, but do you feel mm-hmm. like anyone has helped sort of either encourage you to start streaming, push you in that direction, or has been helping you along your journey so far that have just kind of stepped up um, it could be like an idol, someone you just idolize uh, on Twitch itself, or someone who has, unbeknownst to them, helped you keep going. Unsurprisingly, all of the people that have been my support system are my online friends, and a few of them are online friends that I met through League of Legends when I started playing it back in Season 5, which was, uh, I don't know how many years ago, but a few years, quite a few years ago. Um, my online friends have been a bigger support system than anyone has IRL in terms of starting on Twitch and, you know, progressing and seeing where I go from there. So one of my biggest inspirations for streaming on Twitch is this girl named Aloise. I used to watch her League of Legends streams. Uh, sometimes I'd watch them in class. Other times I'd watch them on my way to class or at home or whatever. But um, she's she's great. And I think one of the main reasons why she inspires me is because I see a lot of myself in her. Like, how she presents herself on stream and how she is as a person and her personality and how caring and kind and compassionate and all these wonderful things. Like I see, I see that in myself and she really, uh, she really inspired me to start streaming. So she was sort of the inspiration for you to get started. Has there been anyone that sort of encouraged you along the way, like an individual in particular, or maybe a group of people? Uh, nope. Just my online friends from league. That's really it. (laughs) Now, is there a, particular moment or maybe a memory that stands out to you so far as a part of your journey that's either helped you keep going or maybe just like a, an emphatic moment that you don't feel like you're ever going to forget something maybe life-changing life-altering whatever it may be was it like you know the first time you got a donation was it the first time someone showed up in your channel um what was it 
probably the most memorable memorable moment so far uh, since I started streaming out was happened a few months ago. It was after I'd gotten no, this was before I was partnered. I went into my friend Barry Electric stream. Where, uh, I don't know her personally, but I she's one of my Twitter mutuals that I've been following for a few years now, and. Her roommate just so happens to be Alois or Ash, the girl that inspired me to start streaming. And I raided Barry with like 200 people and she was super, super sweet about it. It was her first stream ever. And I told my chat to be super nice and welcoming to her because she was new to Twitch. And I noticed Ash in the chat and I just added her and said, oh my gosh, it's Ash. Like, I just want to let you know that you're my biggest inspiration for streaming and that I love the content you put out and keep being you, smiley face. And then she immediately added me back, or she added me on Twitch as a friend. She followed me back on all the social media that was I was following her on. And she replied to me in the chat and she said something very heartwarming. And honestly, this what are the odds of you actually getting to meet or interact with the person who inspired you to do something that you still love and want to do for a really long time? Like, I just feel like that was one of those like once in a lifetime chances and I still can't believe that that happened. And now I'm a mod in her channel as I've been a mod in her channel for like a month now. So I didn't think that was gonna happen either, but she's very sweet and I still feel inspired by her to this day. No, that's awesome. That's actually, that's, that's really surreal, right? Like really the people is. that you, that you really look up to in some capacity and it just suddenly they notice you, right? And they give you that attention and it, they're just normal human beings like the rest of us. And Right, exactly. It's, it's, just, it's, it's just a very surreal, surreal experience. Do you guys keep in touch? Um, do you chat regularly or anything like that? Um, we both have very busy schedules. She's in school and I myself work a job and then I stream after, but we keep in touch on social media. So like on Twitter and Instagram, we'll comment on each other's posts and whatnot, keep in touch like that. And Every so chance that I get, I'll pop into her stream and she'll host and raid me sometimes. And yeah. That's awesome. That's actually really cool. That's that's super yeah. surreal. I'm a little bit jealous. That's awesome, man. Like making those <laughs> friends and those and those real life connections. So like if you see her at a convention or something, like you guys are probably going to just, I don't know, hit it off. It's going to be great. Yes. I'm going to be very emotional about it. <laughs> that's I'm going to give her a hug cool. and start crying on the spot because it's just like, I can't believe it still. Dude, that is awesome. Now, is there like a, and I'm sort of going to, this is going to be a similar question, but is there maybe a particular achievement or a contribution through your channel so far that you're super proud of? Maybe in rating someone kind of a similar situation or hosting somebody or just anything that may have happened that you're particularly proud of? Not necessarily like, oh, this is a crazy surreal moment, but more so like I did this thing. I started streaming in January of this year and on March 31st, I got the email that I was partnered on Twitch. And so you were partnered in like two and a half months, three and a half months, two yeah. and a half, three months. And that I got the email while I was still at work. I still had half an hour to go until close. I read my email on my phone. I ran into the store and started freaking out. My coworker was like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I showed her the email and she like didn't get it. So I was like, oh, screw you. And I went to the back and I called my main moderator. I told him about it and he was freaking out with me. And I was like, I'm so excited. I don't know what to do. So he was like, just, just calm down. Just get through work. You get home, just do a really big stream and just don't tell anyone and just announce it on stream and see people freak out. And like people did freak out and everyone was so happy for me. And the whole stream, I like couldn't contain myself. Like I was like overjoyed. Like I didn't want to sit in a freaking chair. I just wanted to like, you know, walk around and like just, you know, not be sitting because I was just full of excitement. And like I couldn't believe that something that 
something that used to be a fear of mine, which is broadcasting, like whether it's voice or whether it's audio or video, something that's I've been shy about and scared and nervous about doing my whole life. I just started doing it in January because I was like, I'm going to squash this fear. I'm going to conquer it. And then boom, like three months later, partnered on Twitch. I did not think that it would happen so soon. I thought I had like at least like a year to go until I'd get to that milestone. But reaching that milestone within three months of starting it, starting out on Twitch was just, it's, I can't believe it. Like <laughs> it's unreal. No, it really is. That's awesome. Because first of all, congratulations. Um, second of all, so you're kind of mentioning this has been a, or sort of showing yourself on camera or you, you maybe be camera shy or just shy in general, putting yourself mm -hmm. out there. What did you do to try and conquer that? How did, how did you get to that point? Cause obviously you did something or do you just say, screw it. I'm, I'm diving into this. All it took was upgrading my internet. <laughs> I have the best possible internet connection that I can get in town. And honestly, I was, I felt like I wasn't doing anything with my life. I felt like I was just working to work and have money and then not doing anything, just living life every day, I guess, without, not without meaning, but without like feeling accomplished in life. So I was like, you know what, what better way to start to feel accomplished than to conquer one of my biggest fears. And so I did it. I just one day told a few of my friends like, hey, I'm going to start my first stream. If you guys want to be there for it, that'd be awesome. I would really appreciate it. Um, and I just did it. I went live and people showed up and I had a hundred followers within a few days and then it just kept growing and growing and growing. And I was starting to build this super awesome community and it made me happy to see that I'm making other people happy. And that's just, that's just how I, I've been living my life is just making other people happy makes me happy. And I feel like, I don't know, it's a good feeling to know that you've made someone's day or to know that someone like looks up to you as a person or a friend or, you know. Yeah, I agree. I feel like we're starting to see this trend right now um, in terms of, <laughs> broadcasters that I've talked to on, on this series. And a lot of people mm -hmm. say that one of the things that really drove them early on as they were getting into Twitch was they just wanted to make people happy. They wanted to be an entertainer. And like, exactly. did, did you ever at any point feel like that was you, that you were a person who would try and entertain people? No, I always just thought I would be that kind of person that like, if someone needs me, I'm going to pop in and be like, Hey, my name is Gami. Like, this is me. And if you ever want to talk about stuff, I'm super open-minded. I'm a great listener. And like, we can talk, let's be friends. Like, let's get to know each other kind of thing. I never thought I would be sitting in front of a camera, reading chat and engaging with a bunch of people at once instead of just like one-on-one -on -one or like a few people, like, you know, IRL, like at, at like a hangout or like wherever kind of thing. I didn't think I would be sitting in front of a camera and just talking to a bunch of people in chat that I can't like visually see while I'm talking to that it can only see me kind of thing. I just didn't think I would ever be in that spot. And honestly, I love it. I wouldn't still be here if I didn't love it. Do you still get like nervous at all before you start streaming occasionally? No, I, the only times I get nervous is when I see a question in chat and I don't know how to go about it. If it's something like, I don't know, something that is, it's supposed to be a compliment, I guess, but it's kind of, odd like i don't know how to be mean about it i kind of just try to like my way of going about it is just to be like awkward about it and then chat will be chat will think it's funny and then i just i get over it and it doesn't make me nervous or anything like that i just answer it very awkwardly or i'll just be very awkward about it without being mean of course because i'm i'm not a mean person like i just there's not there aren't many mean bones in my body 
So I try to stay true to who I am, especially while streaming on Twitch, because why be someone who you're not, you know? No, I agree. This is actually a really interesting question. So and let's all be honest here. Um, there are a lot of jackass trolls that exist on the internet. Um, and you, yes. being a woman, will probably see a little bit more of that than some of the guys will. And I'm curious what you what your experience is of that. Have you feel like you've run into a lot of people just being outright, you know, crazy jerks? I have. I've have I have run into my fair share of jerks on Twitch. But how I see it is every time that someone tries to go out of their way to make me unhappy or miserable or feel bad about myself, I'll read the comment, but um now more so than ever, people, I feel like with every passing day, I feel like more and more people in chat, they will see that comment before I do, and my moderators will be super quick to banhammer it, and more often than not, I don't see those comments anymore. It's because my moderators take care of it, or people in chat will literally gang up on that person and be like, hey man, that's not cool, and that person will either leave or they'll get banned. It's one of those two, and I don't usually have to deal with those kinds of people uh, anymore, luckily. No, that's awesome. So that means you built a community that is rather self-policing. Um, yes. You know, they see issues that may show up and they, they, they care about you. They try and deal, uh, deal with that for you. That is awesome. Um, yeah. Do you feel like you kind of rely on your mod team um, more so or less so than maybe other broadcasters you've seen? Um, I've noticed that my mod team, they know, they know me as a person and they're mods because I feel like they know me well enough and I know them well enough to be to trust them to make these kinds of judgments. But um, I don't ever per se have to tell them to do something. They just know that they should do it or they feel like they should do it. And it's always something that I either want done or like I know in the back of my head that I would want done kind of thing. So I don't really ask much of them. They just they just kind of know, I guess. And I, I do appreciate and rely on my moderators a lot. And I do spend time with them and talk to them outside of stream. It's not just one of those like, oh, you're just a, you're just a moderator of mine. Like you're just some person on like, you know, on Twitch that's helping me out. It's like, no, I actually take the time to keep in touch with them, to connect with them, to make sure they're doing all right because they're helping me out a lot. And I want to be able, I want to make sure that they're comfortable in the stream, that they're doing all right IRL and that they don't have a lot of stuff going on. Cause if they do, then that's totally fine. Like if they take a little break and don't like crazy model the time, like they always do, like, I just want to make, I want them to know that they're a person to me and they're not just some random person that's doing something for me and they're not getting anything back in return. Right. That you're supporting the people in whatever way you exactly. can who are supporting you. Exactly. Right. Giving that back as best as possible. So I'm going to, I'm going to spin this into an entirely different direction here. Sure. Um, Cause I kind of went off on a tangent cause I was curious about your opinions on some of that, but <laughs> um, I'm super curious now. So, so what has inspired you so far or what has driven you or motivated you to continue streaming? Like what is, what is driving you right now to keep you going? I am super driven by my amazing, amazing, amazing community. I would say we have one of the best communities on Twitch. Everyone is just awesome. And I can see people connecting not only with me, but with each other in stream. And whenever someone else that isn't me is streaming, like whoever is available at the time, on Discord, they'll go, we'll all go into that person's stream and we'll support them. And it's just like, we've turned into this like support system. It's not just a community of people that are there for me. It's, we're all there for each other, like as viewers, as streamers. And honestly, that's, that's keeping me going is the viewers and the subs and the people that are there for me. I'm doing this for them. I'm not doing this for, I'm, I started out doing this for myself and then I realized, hey, I'm doing this for my community because these people believe in me and they see potential in me. And they 
like who I am as a person and they look up to me and they're they're here because they enjoy being here and they enjoy me as a person and they believe in who I am and what I do. So how long did it take you to first discover that that feeling of wanting to you know be there for other people as as a part of your brand as a part of your stream? Well, I knew that it was going to eventually Twitch was going to turn into um, me building my own community, but I didn't think it would happen so fast. I thought that at the beginning, for at least like half the year, I thought it was just going to be, you know, me streaming and then like a few people every now and then will come into the stream and be a part of the Discord. I didn't think it was going to be like an everyday kind of like people interacting with each other kind of thing. I didn't think it would happen so fast, but it was almost like an instant. It was like an instant thing of having a community and realizing like, hey, I'm here for people because people are people are here and they're sticking around in my stream they must like me and what i'm about so why not uh showcase that and yeah all right so then how did it take for you to figure out while you were streaming that this this is the thing that i want to pursue because as you said already you know you kind of jumped into this thinking it'll be six months a year before this it gets any traction when did it occur to you i'm going to actually try and pursue this for realsies honestly it occurred to me as soon as i was partnered because I knew, hit me and I was like, hey, you can do this. You were just partnered within three months of being on Twitch. Like that's that's not something that everyone can say that's on Twitch. So you can definitely do this. But up until that point, I was thinking about it. I was like, okay, I need to, I'm going to stick with Twitch. But I didn't think of it in terms of like the long run, like what my future plans are and stuff. Um, I just thought of it in terms of, okay, I'm having fun. I'm building a community, which is awesome. Making other people happy. I'm having fun with this. Like this is a hobby of mine. Um, on top of working a um, another job outside of it. But ever since I was partnered, I'm now under the mindset of what can I do to make Twitch better for me and what can I do to improve it so that I can make this a full-time thing? Because that is the end goal of mine that I have. I would like to be a full-time content creator. Okay, so your your end goal right now, well, I say end goal, but your your ultimately dream yes. goal is dream to, goal, be full-time, yes. yeah, to be a full-time content yes. creator. So... I'm assuming that means you probably don't feel like you've quote unquote made it yet, right? I don't think so. I I would like to branch out to other platforms such as YouTube because that's something that's another thing that's been a dream slash fear of mine along with uh, broadcasting is just uploading content on YouTube. And that's I think that's my next step. Okay, so it sounds like things have been going uh, pretty well. <laughs> like I think a lot of people yes. would look and look at the numbers you've hit and hear the things you're saying and think, oh my God, I wish I could do that. Um, but let's look at it from a different perspective. What do you feel like has been holding you back? I think the things that have been holding me back besides fear are probably financial stability and working another job on top of, uh, content creation. So I'm scared to take that leap between, um, having a job like IRL, that's not content creation and then going to full-time content creator. I'm scared of the in-between, I guess. Right. That's, that's very relevant to a conversation we had off yes. the podcast, but yeah, yeah, I understand that. Can, <laughs> Sorry. You, can you, no, no, you're fine. Can you elaborate a little bit on what you mean by fear? That's kind of the first thing you mentioned is in terms of a, a challenge that you're facing. So what I mean by fear is, um, I guess like what's going to happen. Am I going to be financially stable enough to be a full-time consecrator and not have to work on another job on top of it? Because that's, that's the goal really, because I currently, I try to stream full time. I'm not quite there yet because there are some days where I'm just too exhausted from work and I know that I won't be 100%. I won't be able to be 100% myself on stream 
because I'm just too tired and drained out from my work day. Um, I don't want to have days like that. I want to get to the point where I can be comfortable with what I'm making in order to survive and not have to rely on a another job on top of that. All right. So a lot of this seems to revolve around, you know, financial stability and there's nothing wrong yes. with that. Cause like we all have to eat <laughs> like, yes. as normal human beings, we have to eat and feed our pets and whatever else it may be we need and want to do in our life. And we are entitled to those things. Right. So I don't hope, right. hopefully no one listens to that and thinks, ah, whatever, they're just trying to play video games and make money. Right. Like it's, right. this is no. truly a natural thing to want. So it's no big of a deal. And, and it's not really a huge surprise that you say, you know, financial stability is a big deal to you. Cause I think that honestly is the crux of every broadcaster's fears, right? Mm -hmm. Is to just, what does it take to stay alive? Um, do you feel like at the, at the trajectory your channel is on right now that you're getting closer to that, that you're actually getting to the point where you can do this full time? I want to say yes. I think my main, the main thing I have to do now and worry about is setting realistic goals for myself in order to be able to achieve this dream of, becoming a full-time content creator in addition to moving because I would really like to move to the West Coast or, you know, anywhere but here and just start off with a clean slate. And uh, I think that would help me a lot in terms of helping me become a full-time content creator because I feel like where I live now, I feel very limited and restricted in terms of going about that just because I've lived here majority of my life. And I just feel like... Um, there's a lot of stressors that I have here that I feel like I wouldn't have if I moved and started fresh. Okay, so you're already sort of alluding to this, um, but I'll officially ask the question so we can rehash it. What are the next steps for you right now? Not for Kawaii Gami, but for you personally. The next steps for me personally are to keep doing what I'm doing on Twitch, stream as often as I physically and emotionally can without burning myself out, um, getting better at saving money so that I can eventually, not eventually, fairly soon pack up and move and start fresh with my life and continue Twitch and see where that takes me. Um, yeah, I think it's all about setting goals for me. That's something I've never been good at. I really need to set some goals and see them on paper. And as soon as I see that they're there and that they exist, my brain can be like, okay, you can, you can relax, you can do this, just take it one day at a time, one goal at a time, and before you know it, you'll be out of here and you'll, you'll be fine. Like, everything will be okay, that kind of thing. Like, I'm very open-minded to change, like, I love change, but when there aren't goals in front of me, I start to worry about the in-between. That's really the uh, scariest part for me, is what's going to happen in between. Not so much, uh, oh, I'm going to be in a new place all by myself, potentially, without much direction. It's the whole like, okay, what are the steps to get here? I need to know those before I make that leap. Right. I mean, transitions are, are well, they're, they're always difficult, right? That's yes. kind of the nature of it as you're changing things. And of it course. sounds like you're sort of looking for more of a, a clean slate. Do you mm -hmm. feel like after you sort of achieve some of these things, so let's say that you move to wherever it is you want to be, do you feel like that's going to have an impact on your channel or on your content? And if so, what would that impact be? Do you think? I think it'll have a very, uh, very good impact on my content and channel. I think my viewers will notice that I am happier. I'm a lot less stressed out, even though moving somewhere fresh is very, very stressful. It, it'll be a new kind of stressor for me. And it'll be, it'll be uh, totally different from what's going on in my life now. Cause I've never actually packed up and moved on my own. I've kind of been, I've been living with my parents to save money and I've been living with them because I 
haven't known where I want, what I want to do with life and I haven't known where I want to go. And ever since I became partnered in March, I, it hit me like, Hey, you just, you just, uh, hit a milestone in your life that you never thought you would hit. What about hitting another one, like getting out of here? Okay. Well, to capitalize on what you just said, is there anything that you're necessarily fearful of or kind of worried about here in the near future? Something you feel like maybe sort of ominous or looming on the horizon, something you're a little anxious to tackle? I would have to say YouTube. I'm, I'm very anxious about YouTube. I'm excited, but I'm anxious. No, that's totally fair because like that's a whole, I mean, that's just like saying like, I want to start streaming again because it's an entirely different platform and you're pushing out exactly. content again on an entirely different platform. And ideally that's, exactly. that's unique content. Do you feel like you have a plan in place or is this just sort of, um, you're on the cusp of discovering this? I have a few ideas that I've had over the past few years and talking to um, a lot of my friends from the BDO community, they've actually helped me feel more inspired and feel more, more so that I can do, I can do it. I can make YouTube videos and I can be fine and that everything will work out kind of thing. Um, I've been getting a lot of inspiration from them, asking them for advice and like watching their content and feeling a little bit better about myself that way. But honestly, I have so many ideas um, with what I could do with YouTube. It's, it's just, I guess, a matter of getting started. That's my biggest fear right now. Right. Well, I, wow. Isn't that everyone's biggest fear is just getting started, <laughs> man? I hear yeah. that. Do you have any intent to, I don't know, do any sort of focus on Instagram or Twitter on top of your, your YouTube content? I do. I would like to start most, I would like to start using Instagram and Twitter. Um, I'd like to start posting more about me and my life instead of just, Hey guys, I'm going live kind of stuff. Cause I feel like a lot of people do a lot of, Hey guys, I'm going live or they do a lot of personal stuff. But like, I want to find that good balance between the two. I don't want to just only be doing going live things. So I want to, I want to share my life with people more. Cause I know that in Twitch chat, people are always interested in what I'm about and like what I'm doing and like how I went, like what I did with my day and stuff like that. And I just feel like, um, showcasing that on Instagram and Twitter would, uh, would help out a lot too. Yeah. I mean, I absolutely agree with that. Um, I think that's a, and I'll preface this by saying that I think this is another thing that a lot of broadcasters do struggle with is mm -hmm. what exactly do people even want from me? Right. In terms exactly. of my content. That's the thing. I just don't know what to post. Yeah. So, so you're definitely not alone in that battle. Um, but that's just something that you're going to have to be able to figure out, right? Like you will, right. you'll have to test, you know, and find out what are people most receptive to and have that conversation with your community. Um, right. yeah, that's a, that, that's actually fantastic. Cause I feel like that's something that a lot of people who are looking to broadcast themselves don't really think about. Um, they'll mm -hmm. think, well, oh, I'm either they'll say X, Y, Z, I'm not that interesting. Or even if I am that interesting, what do I talk about? What they don't mm -hmm. really understand is that this is a, this is a much more scientific field than people give credit for. Um, and mm -hmm. I know that you're one of the people who, who sort of puts a lot of thought onto the back end here as to what exactly do I want to put out in front of everybody? Um, exactly. and that's something that a lot of people don't really put a little thought into. So it's good to know that you are thinking about that because that just, that shows that you're business savvy. All right. So is there anything about your story that we haven't touched on that you really want to share with everyone or maybe some facets about your life that you want to share or anything like that? Do I want to touch quickly touch on depression or not? Oh, dude, like we can, you know, we can do a whole sec segment. Hold on. Like, I'll, uh, okay. <laughs> like, whatever you want to talk about. So the reason I ask this question um, sure. is oftentimes because when people come on these episodes, they sort of have a preconceived notion of what they, what they think it's going to be about or what they're going to talk about. And sometimes we right. just don't get to that. 
So I want to give you the opportunity to really take this in any direction you want, and we can just go with it. Um, so if you want to talk about depression or fighting any sort of personal battle, be it mental or otherwise, let's dive in, dude. I will, I will do it. Let's go. Sure. Yeah. All right. So tell me about your battle. Your, uh, whether I don't, I don't want to say struggle, um, because it may not be so much of a struggle. This is up for you to define and decide. But tell me about mm -hmm. the battle that you're having uh, with mental positivity, with depression, with mental fatigue, whatever it may be, when it comes to yourself or broadcasting, whatever it may be. So I've been dealing with depression since I was in middle school, seventh or eighth grade, I can't remember. Um, it's been a long time, I'm 22 now. But even though I've been dealing with depression for such a long time, I have tried my very, very best to remain a positive person in terms of how I interact with other people and how I react to things that they say. I'm not a negative person by all means, uh, unless it's something that has to do with me and like how I view myself and how I view life, like my life and just how things are going. Um, Twitch has actually been the best outlet and coping mechanism that I've ever uh, had with depression, honestly. Like ever since that first day that I went live, seeing that these random people who are just popping in stream and didn't know me before other than my friends of course that i um met on league of legends like all the new people that were pouring in uh they didn't know anything about me they just were in the stream and they got to know me as time went on right so the fact that there were people that cared and wanted to know about me and liked who i was as a person that just like it made me happy and it helped me suppress my depression and I haven't felt I haven't felt super depressed or depressed really like it's still the, the depression is still there like it's there but I it doesn't it doesn't show and I don't feel it as much as I did before twitch because before twitch I was going to playing video games as an outlet and as great of an outlet that is um, it's not the same as streaming I feel like streaming and broadcasting games it allows you to build connections with people and it allows you to, you know, make friends and like show who you are. And that has just, um, that's helped a lot. And knowing that people care about me as much as I care about them has, um, hasn't really been a thing IRL for me. Like I'm always the one that's putting more effort into a friendship or just basically caring about someone um, IRL. Whereas online, it's like some people ask me how my day is and IRL people don't really ask me how my day is. So it's like, it's helped me a lot. And that's just something I haven't, I'm not really used to people caring about me as much as I care about them. So that's, it's been very helpful. And okay, I'm so this is super gonna be... appreciative. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. That's okay. No, it's cool. It's whatever. I was just rambling. <laughs> no. Okay. So this is going to be something that I'll, I'll, I feel like a lot of people can relate to, even if they're not content creators or trying to stream. A lot of people struggle with this. Mental positivity is, is, is a beast. It is a monster that a lot of us certainly can struggle with. Um, now mm -hmm. I'm curious, is this something that you, do you have this conversation with your community on stream? I do. I more often than not tell my community members, especially when someone new is in the community because they haven't heard me say this yet, but all it takes is one person, just one person in your life to show that they care about you and that they love you and that one person is all you need. It's all you need to know to keep going with life. And, you know, as long as you're worth something to that one person or one person, like it doesn't have to be the same person, 
um, just every day as long as one person. And the fact that I can be that one person for people in chat, because I've been told many, many times that I'm that one person for people, that keeps me going, that keeps me wanting to make content just because I know that I can be there for people and I know that I can make people happy or turn someone's day around for the better. And I love doing that. When did you discover as you were streaming that this was helping you? This was helping you get through and, and fighting your, your depression? As soon as I saw that one person that was in my chat that I didn't recognize their username and they were just getting to know me and then they, after, I feel like after they felt comfortable enough with me, they started sharing about their life and what they were going through. And then I just gave them some good advice that they took to heart and took, went with it and they are still in my stream uh, to this day. Like still very active part, members of the community and they can vouch that I am who I am because they've been through my entire journey so far. So almost immediately after starting streaming, you, uh, you discovered that this didn't, yeah, I just didn't think that people would like, not so much value what I say, but like, take what I say, do something with it, and then just be like, Gami, you're awesome. And just like support me. Like, it's the whole support thing. Like I haven't, throughout my life, I haven't felt very supportive in like, the things I've wanted to do, my hopes and dreams and all that stuff. I haven't had that support system and I feel like there are a lot of people that can relate to that and the fact that I can be someone else's support system while streaming and they can in turn or maybe even not support me like whatever happens you know what I mean if they just one day are too stressed or just go AFK from Twitch for a little bit and then they come back a month later being like Gami I missed you how is life and then we catch up and it's it's a nice feeling like I don't expect people to be there every day but I'm super appreciative of when people even if they leave and they come back and they ask me how I'm doing, how things have been, what's new with me, and they fill me in on their life. It's just, it's things like that, little things that brighten my day and make me happy and make me want to keep creating content for people. Man, you just made me so much more appreciative of the people that say that coming in the <laughs> chat. That's crazy. I appreciate you now. You were fantastic. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. I hope I hope that a lot of people listening to that find a lot of value there. Because, I mean, it's just something that a lot of people do struggle with. Um, right. You... You are so awesome for being open and talking about this because there are a lot of people that aren't and they bottle this up. Um, and I would, I would reckon that's probably a great deal or at least helps tremendously um, in helping you sort of get over this. And I'm sure that the journey is still to be continued. Um, but oh, it's it awesome that Twitch and your community and you streaming um, and you making friends through this, this platform online, through the internet. <laughs> Ugh, man, that's so crazy to think about. It's just crazy to I think know. that, that is, that's helped you get over this. Um, right. That's powerful, man. That is super powerful. Okay. So this very next portion we're about to do is called the rapid fire portion. Okay. And when we started this, I told you that, you know, don't worry about it. I can edit out silences and stutters and stuff. This part I'm not editing out. This is going to be 100% <laughs> natural and organic. I'm going to hit you with a series of questions that will last about 60 seconds, and you have to reply as quickly as you possibly can, okay? Okay. All right. You have, I hope you're ready for this. This one is always okay. fun. All right, let's I'm fire ready. this off. First things first, how tall are you? I'm almost 5'11", 5'10 and 3 quarters. Do you like penguins? <laughs> Do I like penguins? I love like penguins. penguins. I've actually been obsessed with penguins since I was in <laughs> kindergarten. I have over 130-ish stuffed penguins in my possession. I forgot that we talked about this prior. All right, are you a pog champ or a kappa girl? I am a pog champ girl. <laughs> yes. All right, Marvel or DC? 
Oh, shit. I'm going to have to go with DC because the Joker is one of my favorite villains of all time. And I'm not talking Jared Leto Joker because he absolutely ruined the Joker. That's good. God, the opinions. Um, <laughs> all right. All right. Got your favorite villain. Who's your favorite superhero? My favorite superhero. Shoot. I would have to say Iron Man, Tony Stark. I just, I love... I love his jackass personality. I love how he's intelligent. I love, I just love everything about how they made his character. All right. Is a hot dog on a bun a sandwich? Is it vegan? <laughs> yes, I guess. <laughs> a hot dog on a bun is not a sandwich. Okay. What's your favorite color? My favorite color is red. Do you like coffee or tea more? Tea. What's your favorite emoji? The hard eyes emoji. All right. What's your favorite band? My favorite band is Paris. All right, it's the zombie apocalypse. What is your weapon of choice? A flamethrower. Because I fucking, I'm, I may be, sorry, I just cussed. I may or may not be a pyromaniac. Oh, I don't set people's houses or possessions on fire. I just really like fire. I'm intimidated. I always play Pyromancer in Dark Souls. Ooh, we need to talk about Dark Souls later. We do. You're trapped on an island with one content creator. Who is it? Sir Slaw. Oh, don't hit me like that. <laughs> I oh, have <laughs> to. All right, all right, all right. Twitch is killing off the pulse feature. Do you like or dislike that? I don't even know what the pulse feature is. What? All right, I'll explain it. The pulse feature is uh, whenever you go to twitch.tv, it depends on how often you watch Twitch, you're going to see an update of what channels have either been broadcasting, things you may have missed. Um, and it also shows, uh, it's the thing, place where you have like a, what do they call it? Channel feed? Or whatever you can like post updates like it's twitter on twitch have you seen this i have and i honestly i honestly haven't checked that ever okay we're gonna I count that as a dislike that, though <laughs> yeah we're just gonna count that was dislike. there we go dude we'll call that the 60 seconds that was way longer than 60 seconds by the way <laughs> but that's totally Shit. fine all right all right can you give our listeners one piece of advice that you would offer if they wanted to follow in your footsteps one piece of advice Mm -hmm. One piece of advice to you guys is to 100% be yourself. Don't don't hold back unless you feel like it would, I guess, negatively impact your what you're trying to build on Twitch, like the community you're trying to grow and how you're trying to present yourself. Just be yourself. Like don't don't emulate someone else to the point where you're just copying them and you're not being true to yourself. Like if you are an emotional person and you wear your heart on your sleeve, which is me 100%, <laughs> my chat always knows when I read a question or a response and my, I'm very bad at hiding my feelings. Like my emotions will show right across my face. Like they will know how I feel about what I've just read. There's no holding back for me. I just, in terms of like, I'm not going to like rage at someone for saying something negative, but like if they say something that gets to me emotionally and that makes me that's relatable or makes me feel a certain way, I will feel that way. And people, people like that about me. They like that. I'm, they can see that I'm a real person and that it's okay to be emotional about stuff. Like you don't have to always, you know, pretend like you're happy or pretend like everything is fine. Like just open up to the point where you're comfortable to your viewers and just be yourself. Don't be someone who you're not. Because that's not going to get you very far on Twitch. At least it won't for a while. Like one day it'll all just go to shit, I guess. Because people will realize, hey, this isn't a real, this person isn't who they say they are. They're just trying to be someone else for the views or for whatever. Just be yourself. That's, that's all that you really need to start out with. Yeah, I think that's honestly true for probably anything to be at Twitch or that's, otherwise. That's true. 
And I'm pretty sure that's the first time anyone's given that piece of advice. Um, I think that's, that's, that's incredibly valuable there. Just stay true to yourself, be an organic, regular human being. No one, exactly. as much as people like the, you know, the played up production quality of people like, I'm going to name drop here, like Dr. Disrespect or something mm -hmm. like that. More often than not, people relate with people who are like them. Just exactly. People. Like if you're having a bad day or whatever, don't just try to be all like happy. Everything's fine. Like if you need to talk about your day, express those feelings, like tell people like, Hey guys, I'm sorry. I had a really bad day today. And then if they ask, be like, yeah, this is what happened. This is how I'm feeling about it. Like they'll be, your community will be there for you. They don't expect you to be this upbeat and like super, you know, joyful and like super hyped person every stream. Like you will have days where you've had a bad day and you just need to just have a more chill stream and just, you won't be, you won't be the same person every stream. Like you won't have the same emotions and feelings and you won't have the same kind of day every day. Like you will have some days that are worse than others. And it's okay to show that on stream. Like don't hold back. I just want you to know if no one else listens to, listens to that advice at all, I am listening to that. I've had a, I've had a couple <laughs> of rough days the past couple of days on Twitch, and you Aww. just you just touched into that. Thank you, dude. Thank you for I'm saying crying. that. Because like, the, no, that's it's super important, man. Like we all struggle, yeah. and that's okay. Okay, all right. Is there any place? And there obviously is. But where can all of our listeners find you on Twitch? What is your Twitch username? You guys can find me at Twitch.tv/slash Kawaiigami. That's uh. Do you want me to spell it or no? Sure, or is it going to be the link? Yeah. It's K-A-W-A-I-I-G-A-M-I-I. -I -I. And if you guys want to pop by one of my streams sometime, you can call me either Kawaii or Gami, whatever, whatever you prefer. But uh, yeah, we also have a Discord that you can get into. Um, you type an exclamation for Discord in the chat, you get into that as well. And I have a Twitter and an Instagram page that I will be a lot better at consistently updating. So then that's the same uh, Kawaii Gami. All right, so Twitter and Discord are slash Kawaii Gami? Yes. Cool, and we will link that in the description below the stream. Gami, you did it. Thank you so much for <laughs> being a you. part of this podcast, dude. I hope everyone finds some insane value from this. This is, this is a good conversation, man. Not just for you, not just for me, but I think for a lot of people. So thank you for taking the time to do this. You are awesome. Thank you for having me. No, you are awesome. This is my first podcast ever, so I feel very, feel very relieved, and I feel good about this. Well, there will be many more to come, and we can bring you on for as many as you want. Is that okay? Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled. Fantastic. And there we have it, guys. That was episode four of the Go Live podcast with Kawaii Gami. And I think this was a great episode. We got into a lot of really valuable conversations, especially near the end as we were talking about depression, uh, mental struggles, other things that may sort of be holding you back personally, and different ways to combat those. Keep in mind, this doesn't only apply to broadcasters on Twitch or Facebook or Mixer or YouTube, whatever it may be. This could apply to anything in your life. So I hope you guys found just as much value as I did out of this conversation. And if you want to keep up with myself, you can find me truthfully at sirslaw.tv. That's where you'll find pretty much everything. Or if you're looking for a specific platform, Twitter is at sirslaw underscore. Instagram is slash sirslaw. Twitch is slash sirslaw as well. I hope to see all of you on the next episode of the Go Live podcast. That will be episode five. I think it's going to be fantastic. And I think you guys are going to love the next guest that we have. And as always, please don't forget to rate, like, subscribe, or share this podcast from whatever platform you're listening to. Every little bit helps, and the more people we have listening, hopefully the more value we can bring to the world. So thank you guys for being a part of this journey, and I'll see you all next week. Much love.